brothers and sisters. Keep on praying. So I'm going to read Psalm 121. The assurance of God's protection. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not only let your foot be moved, he who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. If you'll bow your heads with me. Dear Holy Father, thank you for this day. Let us rejoice in it. Lord, help us take these words and trust in them. Help us put our doubts and our worries and our concerns at your feet and trust that you truly are our keeper. You're looking out for us. You're protecting us. You're walking with us. You are here every moment of every day. And we just thank you for being a living God who is active and present and willing to be a part of our lives. You ask us to invite you in to the hardest situations and the celebrations. What an amazing God you are. So Lord, be with us today. I lift up Argyle today while he gives his sermon. Lord, work through him. Give him words. Fill his mouth with the words we need to hear today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. came this morning to celebrate Jesus, celebrate our Lord. So, sing with me if you can, inside in your mind. <laughs> Here we go, say. Jesus, let your kingdom come here. Let your will be done here in us. no one greater you alone are savior show the world your love king of heaven come down king of heaven come now let your glory reign shining like the day king of heaven come king of heaven rise Come down. 
the confession of our own hearts. Amen. Well, the good news that we call the gospel is that as Jesus came, he did so calling us to follow him. He said those exact words, follow me. And in doing so, gives us the opportunity to once again have our hearts oriented correctly, our hearts oriented back to that design of God for us. A design which Jesus would take all the way to that cross and his resurrection, showing us a selfless love that we are to model. Our hearts can live through that, both abundant now, but then also that we would have eternal life. That's the amazing grace and the, and the best story ever told that we call the gospel. I am down in San Diego this weekend, um, helping out in the baptism of, um, you remember some of you, a Melanie and Bo, the little, they're girls being baptized, so our family is down there. Uh, we are serving also as godparents, so it's a blessing for us to be down there this weekend. And here's a blessing um, for you, you have a voice you've not heard yet before preaching today, Arhel, and I, I'm so grateful that he has... Um, he's bravely stepped up and is going to preach today with you in English. He's been preaching a few times in Spanish in this past year. I think it's great that you have the opportunity to hear him this time in English. Uh, in Arhel, this is for you. I know it is difficult. Well, it requires courage to speak in a second language that you didn't learn at first and then to preach. I know. So, uh, I'm giving you my own personal praise today for stepping up and serving in this way. And then the church, River, you guys, uh, it's a great opportunity for us to be able to hear the voices across our church. And um, so we'll, we'll, we'll be grateful for Arhel as he comes forward. One thing before he does, a Mother's Day is coming up. I want, um, it'd be great if we could bring uh, all of ourselves, our families, particularly mothers, our mothers bringing their children uh, to service to our worship gathering on Mother's Day. We're going to have a special time to be starting to engage the, the the vision of our church, the focus of our church that leaders have been developing. So Mother's Day, we'll have a beautiful message around the theme of Mother's Day. We'll be blessing our mothers in the service. And then also as a church, we'll start um, talking about what's next for us all together, leaning into that and, and rejoicing uh, as we take those steps with our Lord. For now, let me pray for Arhel as he comes forward. Lord, we hand to you now your servant. Arhel, thank you for the seeds of faith that you planted in him that are that are that have been watered by your spirit and that have grown to such level that now fruit is being produced as he is teaching and preaching your word. Lord, we pray that you would give him um, all that he needs now, uh, that he can use the preparations that he has made to speak your word now to our church. We ask this in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, can you guys give Arhel a, a round of applause as he comes up for his courage to step up and take on this ministry of preaching this morning? And I know it will be a blessing. See everybody soon. The Lord be with you. Thank you, Pastor Jonathan, for the great introduction. Yeah, my name is Arhel Chai. And 
I feel so glad, I mean, so uh, blessed to be here this morning with you and bringing the, the message of Word of God for all of you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I'm so happy and thank you for this big blessing for me, dear God. Thank you, Lord, for all your favors, for all your mercy for all of us. Thank you, Lord, for being very careful in our hearts, for taking care of our life and everything, and everything else, Lord Jesus. And thank you, Lord, for being here this morning. Bless all, all you, you, all everybody here, and thank you, Lord, for bringing this opportunity to bring this message this morning to all, all, all you, all you, you, your church. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, Amen. In the Word of God today um, is based in Mark's, Mark eight, until verse uh, eleven to fifteen. In the Word of God says, um, the Pharisees came and began to argue with him, demanding of him a sign from heaven to test him. Sadly deeply in his spirit, he said, why does generation demand signs? Truly, I'll tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. Then he left them, go back to the boat, and he went to the other side. The disciples had forgetting to take bread and have only one love with them in the boat. Then he gave them strict orders. Watch out, be aware for the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of the Herod. This is a word of God. Amen. How close are we to Christ? For sure, you have heard about several years now the sciences have realized a problem that seriously affects the life on this planet that God created and is where we live. And the problem is the environmental pollution. Today, we use chemicals to kill annoying insects, but at the same time, we can be polluting our health without realizing it. It's the same way as a scene could be contaminating our spiritual life. How much longer do you have to wait to put all your faith in God? How many more signs you have to see in your life to understand God's He wants the best for you? Beginning with the Pharisees, who were known as the separate ones and only gathered with people who strictly followed their teaching and traditions. They also prayed, fasted, among other things, but they were fascinated to be doing all those things always in the midst of the largest number of people. They enjoyed to be seen like examples, like the Sadducees, who with their false doctrines represent the rich and liberals also the Herodians, guided by the Herod, who ordered to beheaded the John the Baptist. Worthy politicians and opportunities 
because they have a great influence in the Jewish nation. All of these were enemies to each other. But one day, they came together, and it was in order to trap Jesus. All of them, they used religion to achieve their own benefits, but not to honor God. Returning to the Gospel of Mark 8, Jesus, Jesus once in one side of, in one side of the, of the Sea of Galilee, when he was confronted by the Pharisees, who demanded Jesus give it then to sign from heaven. The Pharisees said that all the miracles that Jesus made, they have done already, there was by lack of coincidence, or maybe worse with Satan's. The truth is that Jesus knew that even by providing the signs the Pharisees asked for, they were not going to believe in him anyways. So Jesus, he rejected his, the request because he knew that not even by doing the greatest miracles could be convinced them than who is Jesus. In the Gospel of Matthew 12, 39 and 40, Jesus is confronted to provide signs again. The Word of God says in verse 29, He answered them, and evil and adulterous generations demands a sign, but not signs to, to will give him to it, except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For how Jonah was in the belly of the huge fish three days and three nights. So the son of the man will be in the earth, in the heart of the earth, three days and three nights. That represents the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. They will not accept either, doing their hardness heart and severe spiritual blindness. We see that the Lord has no intention to continue to listen to this group of religious. He went back to the boat and he went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee to continue carrying his gospel. Meanwhile, the disciples had forgetting to bring enough bread to eat in their trip to the other side. But they didn't realize this until he was, he, until he was too late. At the same time, Jesus advised them, be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Herod. In the Gospel of Matthew 16, 6, Jesus advised his disciples to be careful with the leaven of the Sadducees too. But because Jesus was more concerned about the negative influences from the Sadducees, Herods, and the Pharisees, he wanted his disciples to open their spiritual eyes and leave behind the worries of material things. But the disciples were more concerned about carrying only one bread for all of them in the boat. When not long ago, Jesus had fed thousands of people just for a few fish and a few breads. It's apparent that they were also being affected by the spiritual leaven. 
that still did not allow them to clearly see the sign that Jesus was doing near, near them. Now, how you, how your Christian life could be affected or fermented by the gist of the eleventh sin, which we, which all bring naturally after the fall of sin in the world through Adam and Eve. Let's see what is yeast and how this works. Yeast is used to greatly increase the size of the bread when mix it with a new dough. And Jesus had a spiritual view on living that he mentioned to his disciples and often symbolizing the sin influences. In the Old Testament, the bread he was made with living was acceptable for the priest, but never acceptable as an offering. To give you an idea how it affects our life, imagine an erupting volcano throwing lava without control. Or maybe you shake a, a bottle of soda for a few seconds, and when you open, and when you open it, the soda overflows. This is how the leaven of sin affects our hearts. As a children of God, he exhorts us to learn to be careful and alert of the sin that words offer, offer us every day. First Corinthians 5, 7, the word of God says, Get rid of the old gist, that you may be a new batch without gist, as you really are for Christ. Our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. Our Lord Jesus Christ already made the perfect sacrifice for all our sins at the cross. So we are forgiven for our, all our past sins, which is our, our old living in our life. When the Hebrews were to preparing for their trip, they were instructed to prepare a living bread because maybe they, they don't have enough time to to wait until the door ferment with the gist. Since gist symbolizing of sin and slavery, they also was instructed to remove all the living from their homes and leave this in, in Egypt and not bring it with them. If we, we not do the same, this could be continued to affect our way to being our thinking, and can be continued to affect our characters. We see in the street and the highways, people arguing and making signs to each other. We're not exactly from heaven. Or perhaps many times in our own family, we see parents estranged by their children, or children estranged from their parents. All because we've not been able to control how fermented our heart is. Paul say, it's no matter how small it is, this is enough to change our best intentions to live our best Christian life. We can understand that each person is different from others. And that some take more longer than others to throw out all the living from their life 
but this is now excuse to continue fermenting the life and tranquility to others. Because those we are in Christ, a new creature are. Then also we are guided by, by the Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer. Now let me ask you this. How close you are from Christ? How close you are to Christ? How close you are? How you can control the leaven that is stealing your heart from the past? Your life is leading by the Holy Spirit? Do you have already realized that living a religious life without devotion to Jesus is it useless? The only way we can be victorious in our daily fight with, against the sin is by having and living Christ all the times in our life. So that the living that we carry in our inner being is less and less and always is under total control of Christ. Because Christ, he has to have the absolute control of the Christian life. Because for, by our own strength, we can do anything. Jesus Christ, uh, he has given his life for us. And he purifies with his blessed blood and the cross. And this is there where we have to leave all the leaven of sin that is still in us. Through faith and sincere repentance every day. Every day of our life. Until the Lord comes again, of, or we are first called in his presence. Whichever comes first, this is the way which every Christian has to live. Because not existing any or another way for any human being than Jesus Christ. If you still don't know Christ, if you have any relationship with Jesus, Christ is waiting for you. Christ is very close to you. But you, you need to come with him in faith and repentance. Because Maybe you're still being the most religious than you want to be. Or to be the best than you think you are. But it is the presence of God is denying you devotion. You are defenseless against all living or sin. Let me tell you. That is a crisis waiting for you very close very close to you. 
and he wants to change everything that the Jesus has affected your life and those who are close to you for so long. Because only through Christ we are more than conquerors. We know that. Those who love God, all things help them for the good. Thank you very much, and God bless you all. Thank you. Amen. Offering. Thank you. That was beautiful. Uh, now it's time for our offering. So uh, let me say a little prayer. Uh, dear Father, this is time for you. This is a time we come before you. We worship you. And Lord, I just ask you to feel upon our hearts where it is you need us to contribute throughout this world. And help us have courage that even when we have a little and we share those things, you can do amazing things with it, Lord. So help us as Christians tune into those places where our contribution with our gifts and talents and skills and financial contributions will make a difference. So, Lord, we lift this up to you. Whatever provisions we get, Lord, you just, we just ask that your will be behind it and you bless it. In the name of Jesus, I pray. <laughs> 